You're listening to Collective Practice, a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs who dare to dream, create, and grow your business. I'm Lauren Spaulding, marriage and family therapist and business consultant. I'm on a mission to create abundant success for those in the helping profession who strive to tear down barriers around mental wellness and create healing opportunities for all. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to Collective Practice. I'm Lauren Spaulding, and if you're new here, this is a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs where we talk about business skills, clinical skills, and mental health. And welcome to today's episode, which is being recorded late at night after baby's bedtime because... You know, we're going through some growing pains with toddlerhood, and that's okay. So apologies for the lighting. I just have my ring lights out right now. So maybe I'll try to do a little bit of lighting correction in the video, but we're just going to chug on, chug, chug on through, chug on through. I don't know. Anyway, let's get to the episode. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about the beginning phases of creating a different income stream in your business, which would be passive income, meaning that you are not exchanging time for money. You're creating a product that can be purchased at any time and you don't have to continually invest time into that product. It is just created and out there for purchase. This is a really, really key piece to building a modern sustainable business because regardless of how full your practice is and how many therapists you have at your practice who are taking clients and are full, you will always hit a plateau when you're relying only on one-on-one services or when your only streams of income are dependent on exchanging your time for revenue. So passive income is going to allow your practice to build more and more revenue regardless of if your time is full. And it's also going to allow people to continuously access your services even if you're not available. Another benefit to passive income is it's a way for people to access your unique services, your unique skill set, if they can't afford your one-on-one rate. So that means you're going to be a lot more inclusive with what you can offer to people. And there are people who can still benefit from what you can give them, how you could help. It just looks a little bit different than the one-on-one services. And this isn't far off from what we currently do as therapists when we host things like workshops, retreats, or intensives, where we have a different setting and a different way that someone can access our skills. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about the idea of creating passive income. A lot of times when people are focused on adding a product into the different offers that they have for their business, they start immediately focusing on creating the product. A lot of people get bogged down by the idea of creating an outline, working on the curriculum, creating the lessons, recording everything, determining if you're recording audio or video, making presentations or PowerPoints if needed, making handouts, all of that does take a lot of time and it's important, but it shouldn't be the first thing that you're focused on because you're spending a lot of time on this product that doesn't have a buyer yet. Let's talk about why that's a mistake because you are doing free labor and you have no data to show that anyone is interested in this product 
which means you've now set yourself up for the potential of that product launch not being as successful as you want it to be or taking a lot longer to find success in that product launch than you were anticipating. So what should you be doing instead? Instead of first focusing on creating that product, you first want to create the audience. You want to engage the potential buyers and you want to do market research on those potential buyers. Your ideal client has all of the answers you need to feel confident that this product is not only going to sell, but it's going to sell fast and it's going to sell well. So you want to be doing all of the legwork ahead of time and all of the market research to create exactly what your ideal client is looking for and exactly why people come to you specifically for your services. So you're taking what you're doing already, which is the one-on-one -on -one services, and you're scaling it. You're making it into a scalable product that you can then sell as a workshop, as a course, as a webinar, whatever it might be. So before you start thinking about all of the courses you want to create and all of the content that you want to be able to present to someone who can't access your one-on-one -on -one services, you first need to slow down and do the market research it takes to create a profitable product. And there's so many different ways to do market research to collect the data that you need in order to create a product that people have been waiting for, that people are excited to purchase from you. And as you do that market research, you can also learn how to build authority within that ideal audience. So not only do you want to do the research to create the products, but you also want to be researching how are people searching for a solution to the issue or the problem that you're trying to help them solve? What is it that they're looking for and what is it that they think might help? Is that something that you can provide or package in a certain way that feels appealing to them where when they're searching for a solution and they come across you, they're going to be really excited when they see what you offer. And you want to make sure that you're going beyond just here's the problem and here's the solution. You really want to be fleshing out that ideal client, not only what they're coming to therapy for, but what's their personality like? What are they drawn to in your unique sense as a therapist? What do they love about your style? What do they love to learn from you? How do you help them grow? All of this is going to shape how you scale what you do and how you market it, how you present it to that potential client. And then you're going to take that information and start building authority with your audience. Start teasing out what you can offer in a way that really draws people into your practice and draws people into your offers. So you could be attracting someone who can't afford your one-on-one -on -one services. They still want to learn from you. They still want you to help them. And now you're showing through social media through your website, that you now can offer that for them. You're also looking to attract people who aren't sure about therapy. So maybe they want to work on their mental health, but they don't have the time to fit in a 50-minute session every week. Or maybe they don't think that they need therapy. They're not sure it would actually be helpful. 
But to someone like that, who's on the fence, who wants to work on things, but isn't sure about how to approach it, something like a webinar, a workshop, a course is going to feel a lot less threatening and a lot more inviting. So those clients or those potential clients who've been clicking on your website and going away because they have doubts or they have a reason that they can't work with you right now, now have a different offer that might appeal to them. And that means more revenue for your business. And that warms someone up to be a potential client in the future as well. If they love your course, then they might want to work with you afterwards, or they might want to work with someone on your staff. So bam, now you have paid marketing where someone paid you to learn a little bit more about your services and what you can offer them. And now they want to pay that higher ticket price for the one-on-one services. So there's just so much benefit to creating that passive income that really works for your practice, what you do, and what you can offer outside of one-on-one services. But in order for that to be successful, you first need to be answering the question, what is my ideal client really looking for? What are they hoping to see if they were to sit in on a workshop with me? And how do I help my clients Find the success that they're looking for. Find the fulfillment they're looking for. Find the happiness, the balance, the harmony in their families, whatever it is that brings them to session. How do I, as detailed as possible, define that in a way that I can start to scale what I do and create a product for people who want that type of service? So now, after you do market research, you're no longer spending hours, hours, and hours on creating something with no potential signups. You want to have signups before you create the product. Listen to that again. You want to have paid participants before the product is even created. You want to see that there are people ready to purchase what you have to offer before you even create the offer. And I know that feels backwards and that feels scary and it takes some mindset work to be okay with that. But this is what successful entrepreneurs do who are selling services versus selling like an item. They have to scale those services into a a virtual product and they do not create that virtual product until they have paid customers. So once you do that market research and then you start building some authority online about what your services are that you're going to be offering, you then start to promote the product. You start to sell it. And once you get some buyers, you start creating that product for them. And there's so many different ways that you can do that and ways to do it where it's not overwhelming. And if you're curious about how to do this market research and how to get ready to launch a product through your practice, be sure to check out the Collective Practice Membership. It's an affordable monthly membership for therapists where you get business consultation from me that goes through the beginning phases of opening a private practice all the way to scaling what you do and creating a sustainable business. I am all about business growth because it's not only good for you as a business owner, but it's good for us to tear down barriers to mental health, to create inclusion within our practice where anyone can access our services at various price points without compromising our overall revenue. So if you're interested in the membership, be sure to message me and I'm happy to send you more information. 
And that's everything I've got for today's episode. Make sure you follow me on my social medias where I post more free content for mental health entrepreneurs. And make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, and review. It's free and easy, and it helps this podcast reach more people on the internet. And I want more people to be able to access this resource and to be able to create a modern, sustainable, inclusive mental health practice. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll look forward to seeing you in the next one. Bye.